up, my girl. Welcome back to the Fuel Her podcast. And I just want to say that I am so grateful that you are here today. And I am praying over each and every single one of you that listens to this episode or any of the episodes that I have released because God brought you here for a reason. And I'm just praying over you that you receive some kind of gold nugget of wisdom that he wants you to have or your flame of passion in your belly gets a little bit brighter today. Happy, happy Friday to you or whatever glamorous day you are tuning into this episode on. Happy, happy day to you. I do hope that you packed your big girl panties for this trip because you're going to need them today. Other than our country being in a direct post-insurrection against our own democracy, and I think literally being cut into even more day by day right now, um, a big trend in the United States, on a lighter note, (laughs) has been on self-care and self-love. If you're on social media at all, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, you are bombarded with self-care, self-love, self-care tips, self-love quotes, affirmations. And trust me when I say I love it all. I'm totally on the train. Some days I am driving that thing and others I'm writing it. And some of those days I feel like I'm being completely run over by it. I think that's completely normal especially as a mom of two little ones and a wife and living in this world that we live in today. (laughs) Regardless of all of that, regardless of being on the train and loving every second of it, I'm definitely not saying that it's a bad thing or it's a good thing or a negative thing in and itself right now with this episode. All I wanted to bring attention to is it could be a kind of a tricky thing too, right? Because, you know, if you sit down and think about it, When does, especially when, you know, when does, especially as Christian women with audacious aspirations and visions and dreams that we want to bring into this world to help other people, a ways to get our, the good news, the gospel, our story, our testimony um, out there, which is why I assume you tune in this podcast, right? To figure out that, to move past the fear of wanting to do that, to, to find that passion in yourself. When does binging Netflix for 12 hours and eating only pizza and Oreos become a braggable thing? Now, I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place to binge Netflix or eat just pizza and Oreos because I've definitely done both. Not so much the Netflix in quite some time. I've definitely been really good at those disciplines, thank goodness. But there are so many other things that I feel like are acts of self-care, we say, But I think it's really self-sabotage disguised as self-care. Like when you skip that workout just because you didn't get enough sleep or you're not feeling up to it. Or going to fast food when you have healthy food packed, you just don't want to eat it. Or over or under eating on unintentionally or on purpose because you are anxious or overwhelmed or stressed out. Or maybe you don't text people back and you like to isolate and hide Or maybe your self-care is having a glass of wine or a beer because parenting was hard, but you told yourself you weren't going to drink that week and it was 5 p.m. on a Monday. Or maybe your self-care or self-sabotaging is procrastinating on doing something that you really, you know, you should be doing, but you can't bring yourself to do it. 
a lot of acts of self-care can be disguised or a lot of acts of self-sabotage can be disguised as self-care, I feel like, in these days and times. And while it's not something to judge yourself for or to talk negatively to yourself, it is something to be aware of because you do have to hold yourself accountable and responsible to, to that. And that's the only way to get to your highest self. I want you to know that I am do- totally not above all of you on this pedestal that doesn't suffer or deal with this at all because I am totally in the trenches with you dealing with this in, in real life, in real time like you are. I wanted to share a story with you guys um, this week, actually, because it, I have to let you guys know, and I hope you hear this in my voice, it is so hard to, to be actively aware of the fact that you are self-sabotaging, but you continue to do it even though it's hurting you and you don't want to. <sighs> so frustrating, and that's where I found myself this week. I found myself there on Wednesday, so today is Thursday. The episode will be um, released tomorrow morning, so this was literally yesterday, um, but On Monday, this past Monday, on January 11th, I started a new week of being accepted into this awesome course. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever invested in yourself or your business, if you're an entrepreneur or a network marketer or a social content creator, whatever you are. I don't know if you've ever invested in your business. I highly recommend it. It is an amazing way to grow and experience new things. But I, this course you had to apply for, there was only a certain amount of spots And it still had a tuition, and the tuition was the most I've ever spent on an investment in myself or my business before. So already I'm going into this like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I cannot believe I earned to be here. I can't believe, you know, that I get to be here because of, I get to, you know, I get to, I get to pay this tuition because I can at this point. Um, But on Monday we had, you know, our introductory videos and I'm scrolling through, there's, like I said, there's only 20 spots available. So I'm scrolling through everyone's, a couple of people's videos that had already been posted. And that's when I first started to fall into the line of like, I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough mindset. Because these women were all mostly older than me. They were all more professional, like amazing unicorns it looked like to me. They were all more established in life and in motherhood and their marriages, just all around. I was like, ugh you know, like I'm the one, I'm the oddball out. Then also, I'm going to be honest, the troubles and the state of our country right now in January of 2021 has me anxious, heartbroken, and almost feeling desperate for control. That's just who I am as a person. I, I'm not, I don't like to say that I'm a controlling person. Um, and, but the Enneagram 8 in me, that's just, that's just me. That's who I am. Um, I let it go and try, try to love myself, but the, I almost feel desperate for control right now. I want to shake everyone that is enabling or making excuses or turning their eyes away from these extremists and wake them up. I seriously do not understand how this man is still in office. Don't care what your um, opinion is on that because this is the, my podcast. I love you all to death, but I get to say what I want right there. But speaking of loss of control... Like, that's when I started to compare myself to my peers or compare myself to people on Instagram. I was scrolling. I didn't do my workouts because I didn't have time, but I had an hour to spend on Instagram, even though I didn't do anything on there that was productive. Um, and that all, that all that stuff in just a couple of days led to negative inner self-talk and the feeling of straight-up unworthiness. 
straight up unworthiness. And what's kind of crazy, or not kind of, what's really crazy is it's not our actual behavior, you know, what we're disguising as self-care or whatever self-sabotage behavior, the scrolling, the eating the junk food, the not working out, the, you know, self-sabotaging. It's actually not the behavior. It's ultimately our judgment of that behavior, how we speak to ourselves because of that behavior that is so damaging and so hard to see and so hard to make changes around. I have found that one of the reasons why I personally do this, and probably you do too, is that this is actually a common coping mechanism that trauma survivors go to when they feel unsafe, when they are struggling to trust themselves or listen to their own gut. Because we've obviously, as a trauma survivor, not all, but some um, tend to not trust our own gut anymore because we were have been told that it's wrong or it's just that it you know it got shoved down for so long etc no one listened no one believed us whatever your case may be maybe you're also a survivor um, of trauma so this is honestly just a common coping mechanism that your bodily your body naturally went to so there are ways to heal girl and I'm here to give you some tips I have three to four solid tips that are ways that you can, Go from being in a self-sabotage mode and calling it self-care as 2020 is going to do to you and to actually get to healing and stop self-betrayal. Okay, tip number one is the first step is awareness of the ways you are betraying yourself or you are sabotaging yourself. And then when this occurs, you really need to take a second, stop what you're doing and Ask yourself, are you not letting yourself live authentic, authentic, <laughs> authentically, authentically, I got it. And especially as a married woman in a marriage, it can be really easy sometimes to swallow emotions and things that we really actually need to say. And I'm not saying that you need to be a crybaby or that you need to fight with everything that your husband says by any means, but I will say that open minds of communication, you should feel free to be able to express, hey, I'm really feeling this type of way because of this. I'm just saying, especially as a wife, especially in a marriage, it's really easy to shove your just tiny emotions down. And once you keep doing that over and over and over again, that's really when you start distrusting yourself, resentment gets brought in, bitterness. And you one day you look up and you don't even understand why you're so mad. But stepping into awareness and then living as authentic as possible and just not shoving all of your emotions down all the time is seriously going to help you in your mindset and in your self-sabotage. So first step is becoming aware of the ways you are betraying and self-sabotaging yourself. So one way that I was able to do this this week is, I like I said, on Monday is when I started really going down that rabbit hole Tuesday was also just hell, and then on Wednesday, I was like, you know what? I can't pull this. I can't do this out of my... I can't pull myself out of this myself. Um, I can't be on my phone anymore right now. I literally came home without my kids. They were in the babysitter, and I took a na- an hour nap, and I that's just not something I do. <laughs> um, so I forced myself to shut everything off, even my mind and myself, and because I knew I was doing the self-sabotaging things... And I needed to take a look at 
you know, why I had slipped into the self-sabotage, why I had done that. I mean, it got to the point where I was like, didn't wash my face on Wednesday or didn't brush my teeth or and wash my, do my morning routine with my health, personal hygiene because I was self-sabotaging. So it sucks to have to admit that to complete strangers, but I know for a fact that someone out there also can feel my pain. So it really just first step is, is awareness. What situation slipped you back into that coping mechanism? And then when you realize what they are, try to figure out an alternate alternative behavior that you can use to avoid that slip. Okay. That's number one. Number two, we need to build your self-trust back up. It's like a little flex muscle that you do every day. Start super small. Building self-trust is definitely not easy at all. It can also be really, really, really scary to truly listen to your body, your emotions, and your desires because you have to quiet everybody else out and you also have to kind of combat conversations with yourself too. But like any other relationship at all, you have to earn your trust and show yourself that you're going to listen and validate yourself. And every single time that you do that, that muscle is going to get bigger and you flex it as you flex it. So keep small daily promises to yourself. This is a really powerful way to grow that self-trust. Start with one small thing. Um, I really love the journaling or like starting a gratitude, just starting a gratitude uh, practice in the morning as your daily promise because gratitude, switching your mind to gratitude changes so much in your mindset. But um, also keeping a journal and journaling for 10 minutes a day is a really good way to monitor your, your feelings, your emotions, and to just see them on paper. But if you aren't, aren't into journaling at all, um, there are so many other things. You could make your bed every day. You could get your workout in every day. You could, you know, just there are so many, drink so much water every day. There are so many things that you, little small daily things that you can do and do no matter what and just keep your promise to yourself. And that's going to help build that self-trust back up. But seriously, I need you to remember to have compassion for yourself during this process. This is not going to be overnight. It's okay to make mistakes and not to forget to make your bed one day or to be so rushed that you you didn't drink all of the water before you had coffee. <laughs> it's all fine. You're not perfect. No one's perfect. And you're not going to be perfect while you're here healing. But take the judgment. Take that negative, nasty judgment out of your behavior because you are worth <laughs> So much more than a one-time behavior that you did. Okay, that was number three. Number four is seriously affirmations. I know I say this in a lot of my episodes, but if you either journal this out, write them out, or you say them to yourself when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, affirmations are such a powerful tool in not only helping you rebuild your trust toward yourself, but also showing your self-compassion and gentleness it also helps with your negative self-talk. It helps with your mindset. It is so important. When you're going through a self-sabotaging episode, especially, if you can literally just say, I am learning to trust myself and what I am feeling, and then journal out how crappy you feel, you will feel so much better. So what I did, honestly, on Wednesday or yesterday after my nap, I went and got the kids um, and... When I got home, I sternled out I on my iPhone notes. We have one, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs of different emotions I was feeling 
from all the way from envious to overwhelmed with the decision to feeling of loss of control to um, the trouble of heartbrokenness of our state and anxious and feeling desperate. I mean, I went, I wrote it all out and I, and I got it all out on paper. So I just really journaled how I was feeling. But the last paragraph, the last two paragraphs, I have action steps. And then after that, when my husband got home from work that afternoon, instead of doing the dishes, I asked to take a shower. And, you know, he luckily knew I was having a bad day and honored that. So I was able to take a shower. I was able to take a nap. I was able to laugh with my husband at the end of the day. And I was able to journal out how I felt. So when I woke up this morning on Thursday, my self-sabotaging episode was over. You guys don't have to continue to live in self-sabotaging and disguising it as self-care because I know you're not happy either. Just because I was eating or I ate McDonald's once and I regretted it or, you know, I, because I'm not drinking alcohol right now, I can't use anything like that as an excuse, but I did eat fast food and I didn't work out and I was like, oh, my body's just tired, you know, blah, blah, blah. Self-care. No. Self-sabotaging. Self-sabotaging. Okay. Recap on the four tips to get you out of a self-sabotaging episode. Number one, start to become aware when you are slipping into that coping mechanism. And one, also be aware that it is a coping mechanism that you're using because you're a survivor, most likely, and you're perfect the way you are. You are going to heal and the work is worth it. Number two, build that self-trust up, girl. Pick something small right now. Write it in your notes. Text me. DM me. Email me. What's the one small thing you are going to commit to yourself to do to build your self-trust up? Are you going to make your bed? Are you drinking so much water every day? Are you committing to five out of seven workouts a week? What are you doing? Let me know. Number four, write some affirmations for yourself. Journal it out. Reaffirm yourself daily that you are worth it because you are. Okay, girl, I know that was a rough ride, right? But I really hope you got something out of it, some gold nugget of wisdom, or your belly is literally on fire, ready to do some serious changes or make some serious moves in your life and stop self-sabotaging and calling it self-care. If you have not listened to episode four of this podcast yet, I highly recommend you to go back and listen to it because we talked about um, something super similar to today's topic and it can all, it has tips and tricks in there also for you to di- dive into this more. Um, I want also to ask you to, you guys shoot me your prayer requests for your self-sabotage journey. I want you to email me or DM me on Instagram this weekend what or how I can pray for you because these battles are spiritual battles or mental battles. These are not against flesh and blood. We have to remember that, especially right now. The battles that we face are spiritual, good and evil. They're in your mind. They're in your heart. They're not out there in the world. They're not humans. So let me pray for you. Let me be your warrior. So hit me up in my email. It'll be in the show notes or on Instagram so I can pray for you this week. Last thing. I'm super excited to announce that I am doing a free um, work through your fear and shame masterclass on January 28th. It's my first 
masterclass co- or first coaching masterclass um, of 2021. I did this for a, an amazing friend's team and they had really amazing things to say. So I wanted to open it up to the public. It's completely free, but you know, what is it? Who's it for? This is really for, um, I know a lot of you guys that listen right now or tune in. I love you all. Shout you out. I'm so grateful for you. Um, a lot of you are network marketers, teachers, your creators. Um, but this is exactly, that's exactly who this is for. If you are struggling to show up for yourself, for your students, for um, your business, if you want to open an Etsy shop or you you do have an Etsy shop or you make graphic tees or you sell stuff, you're a salon owner, anyone that's wanting to level up their mindset and you're actively working through shame and fear and you deal with that on a daily basis, this masterclass is for you. I promise you this is also not for the faint of heart. We are going to do some serious soul searching in places that you might not expect it, but authenticity is always worth it, girlfriend, I promise. This masterclass will be about 45 minutes long with a Q&A after. We are going to have a worksheet. We're going to work through a worksheet together. It's easy, but eye-opening, and there are going to be a couple questions, a couple exercises. We're going to get vulnerable together, and I'm not going to ask you guys to share your deepest fears, especially out loud. But we're going to maybe unlock them and shine a light on them for the first time in a while, I'm sure. You guys can register for this free, absolutely free masterclass in my show notes. It won't be free forever. Um, The first round that I did this, like I said, we had a blast. It was all smiles and excitement at the end. And a couple of the girls had awesome breakthroughs. So I hope all for the same. Um, Again, register for that in my show notes. It is on January 28th at, let me check my time. It will be from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have to register for it. You just need your email. I'm not like, like I said, it's free, no credit card, etc. So, so excited to see who will be on that. Um, I hope you guys have a killer, killer weekend. Until next time, I hope you are feeling your heart, feeling your body, and feeling your mind so you can free her soul. Have a good one. Girl, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you are here and listening to this show. I am so grateful for you, and I just want to say that if you did love it or if it tugged at your heart at all, please feel free to share this with your friends, or better yet, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally shout you out and thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey, friend. Talk to you soon.